0: Welcome to the Clear Studies Podcast. I am your host, Bishop A. Reginald Littman, and I'm so excited to share this with you. Each week, we're producing a podcast that will give you some practical beneficial information to help you grow spiritually and in your everyday life. We cover issues such as relationships, emotional wellness, emotional health, and developing courage and faith. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast, Hit us up in the comments we'd love to hear from you and don't forget in the description is a free pdf that goes along with each and every week's episode and now let's start the show welcome back to this episode i'm so excited to be back with you it's been a few weeks since our last episode did you miss us i hope you did we certainly missed you well In this episode, we're going to continue with our two-part series on 10 questions to reduce stress and to optimize your focus. I want to share with you numbers 6 through 10, and if you missed the first part, definitely go back and check out that episode. You can also grab the free PDF handout. It is beautiful. It's colorful, and it will definitely lay all of the information out for you in even greater detail than I have time to go into in this short episode of the podcast. So here we go. Number six, how do other people perceive me? Now hold it. Don't touch that dial. I know that is a tough question to answer. You know what? But it is absolutely vital to know the answer, even though it's difficult to answer. And here's why. So often we present ourselves in a way that is not received in the way in which we present ourselves. You know what I mean? There are times when we have the best of intentions, but we come across with ill intentions or with some adjustments to how things are perceived. It's important for you to know how you come across to other people, how other people perceive you and why you ask. Why should I really care what other people think? Well, very simply because the image The personality, the tactics, the ways in which you express yourself might in fact be the opposite of what you really want to convey. And this is really purposeful content, particularly as we think about our family relationships, as well as our employee and employer relationships. If you are intending to be direct and honest you want to make sure you're not coming across as hard to deal with. You don't want to be perceived as a hard nose or someone who is uppity or arrogant or just mean or not caring when you could come across in a way that really conveys that you care about communicating well with people. So you may want to consider asking those who are closest to you, how do you actually perceive me now don't get upset when they give you an honest answer remember you're asking them for the truth and you should always want to know how others perceive you am i presenting myself as a husband who cares that's something my only my wife can answer am i presenting myself as a caring loving supportive dad that's a question only my son can answer and the like. And you can go down the line in order to really reimagine and to, if necessary, reframe how you perceive yourself or how others perceive yourself, that is. So you may say, well, what does this have to do with stress reduction and the optimization of my focus? I'm glad you asked the question. When you know that you are not presenting yourself in a way, that is conducive to peace, harmonious relationships, and effective communication, you can then identify the changes that you need to make to make that relationship better. Again, whether that relationship is one of employment or family. I like to put it like this. Whether it is employment or enjoyment, you can make that relationship better by knowing exactly how you're coming across. All it takes is a few simple tweaks that can help you to understand how the rest of the world views you. And we all should want to be viewed as a positive, productive person. Don't you? That's what I want to come across as. So we need to find out and take inventory, take the information and use it in a practical way to make ourselves better. Here's number seven, what are my values and am I actually living them out? Again, what are my values and am I actually living them out? Now on the handout, which I do want you to download, you can find this in the description below, you'll discover that I've given you a word picture on a light bulb. You can see big words like trust, like communication, teamwork perfection, excellence, confidence. You can see words like support, leadership, values, integrity, honesty, and it goes on and on and on. As you look at that word picture, I want you to think about that. What are my values? Which of these do I identify with? Which of these do I actually live out? You know, you can have a high regard for, let's just say, Respect. You can have that top on your list of priorities in terms of values, but that's not the question. The big question is, do I actually live out respect and do I show it as well as receive it? This question is a powerful question. About what are my values and am I actually living them out? And it helps to reduce stress and to optimize your focus again because when you know the definite I cannot live withouts of life, if you will, then that way you can zero in on those areas that are weak, that are lacking, and build upon those and become stronger in all of the other areas of your values. And this ties back in with how the world perceives you, because when you know what your values are, there's a big question still left there. Am I actually living a life in accordance with my values? Am I portraying my values or am I just saying my values, right? All right, now here's number eight. What are my greatest weaknesses and what can I do to fix them? What are my greatest weaknesses, and what can I do to fix my greatest weaknesses? Now, listen. As quiet as this is kept, and as little, and as limited as we like to admit, everybody has at least one weaknesses, and most of us probably have (laughs) seventeen or eighteen. Right. So everybody has weaknesses. Everybody has that something that really hinders them from attaining their true fullest potential. Most of us are not aware of our true weaknesses. Now, I'm not talking about chocolate right now. OK, I'm not talking about I have a weakness. It me personally. I have a weakness to sugar. If it's in the house, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to consume it. Almost anything that is sweet. But that's my biggest downfall because that is relevant to my health challenge in life, right? But there are other things that I can be weak to beyond just sugar or chocolate that can actually impact more people than myself. So I want you to think about that this week. What are my greatest weaknesses and what can I do to fix my greatest weaknesses? So you would want to invest some time this week thinking on that question, identifying those things that are weaknesses for you, those areas of your life. In doing so, you will reduce stress because when you know where your weaknesses are, you can then build up supportive factors in your life, whether that be accountability, whether that is weight loss, exercise, whether that is uh, some type of motivation in your life, Uh, whether that is uh, reporting or journaling or just a host of things that you can do to strengthen those areas. So when you are not worried about weak areas, you're not stressed in that area of your life. You're thinking ahead. You are instilling and installing protocol in your life so that you can be productive and you can keep going forward in your life. That, my friends, is optimizing your focus. And that is stress reduction. Okay, here's number nine. What can I do to strengthen my most important relationships? Again, what can I do to strengthen my most important relationships? Well, here's what you wanna do here. You wanna make a list of ways to improve your relationships. And keep your eyes open. We have some content coming out very, very soon on how you can build relationships. Now, why is it important? Why is it necessary? And how does, thinking about this question, what can I do to strengthen my most important relationships, how does this reduce stress? And how does this optimize one's focus? Well, if you have any weak links In the most important relationships by identifying those weaknesses, pinpointing them, and becoming aggressive at working on those weaknesses, those weak areas, you can then eliminate the stress concerning that relationship area. Any stress that you eliminate in your life causes you to live a more peaceful, satisfying, and happy, productive life. So when you optimize your focus, it simply means, let's just say that you and your significant other or friend or whatever uh, have a weakness in terms of communication. Let's say that you don't talk enough or let's say that um, you argue quite a bit or whatever the case may be. You name it. You know what your situation is, right? So when you are able to identify it, attack it, work on it with each other as opposed to attacking each other and working against each other, guess what you've done? You have zoomed in your focus on the weakness, on the weak area in doing so, you have now begun to improve that area and you don't have to stress about that which is working properly. So learning to be able to manage those relationships is tremendously, tremendously important. If by chance you are in a relationship and you're considering marriage or you're already married, I do have a program that I would love to lead you through. It's called together forever, and it goes through biblical principles to enable you to find the strategies that you need to build strong relationships. It can also apply to uh, those who are just dating that may be considering marriage or may have marriage on their minds down the road, but simply leave a message. We'll be happy to share that with you. Finally, here's number 10 of the 10 big questions to reduce stress and to optimize your focus. Here's number 10 for whom and what am I particularly grateful? For whom and for what am I particularly grateful? Now you may be wondering, what on earth would a a question about gratitude have to do with reducing stress and optimizing my focus? I'm so glad you asked my your great class. Here's how. This works toward reducing stress and optimizing your focus. When you put your mind on things for which you are grateful, you are taking your mind off things for which you are stressful. Let me run that again for you. Rewind, pause, press play. When you put your mind on things for which you are grateful, you take your mind off of things from which you are stressful. Is that good or what? Yeah, it is good. So, when you focus on the things that you're particularly grateful for in your life, that releases endorphins in your brain, which are those happy chemicals that biologically are created to give you a sense of peace, accomplishment, achievement, happiness. So when you're feeling down or frustrated about anything in your life, this is a wonderful question for you to ask yourself as a pick me up as a boost. When you're feeling down Look at your life and say, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me just make a quick list. What are some things that I'm extremely grateful for in my life? And you can go on and on and on all day long about things that you're grateful for because you've taken your mind off of the things that you are stressful about. So the more you concentrate on those things for which you are grateful, the more likely it is that even more things will happen in your life That you will be even more grateful for because whatever you concentrate on, you bring into your life. I firmly believe that as a man thinketh, so is he. So when we think gratitude, we will experience more that will bring gratitude. When we think stressfully, we will experience more that will bring stress because you're Concentration is so important to understand that you bring into your life whatever you're looking for. If you look for it, you'll find it. Trust me on that one. Think about this. Remember when you bought that red car, that blue car, that black car, that white car? All of a sudden, did you notice how many cars on the road there were like your car? Do you know why? It's a brain trick. Your mind is wired to find what you're passionate about. Now, those cars were there the whole time. You just didn't see them because your mind was not concentrated or focused or passionate about that car. But the moment you became passionate about it, you started to see them everywhere. That's how I know that whatever you concentrate on, you will see much more of it. Good or bad, ugly or evil, positive or negative, stressful or grateful. Hey, you know what? I want you to tackle these 10 valuable questions. Let this change your life, change your focus, shift you into a place where you can manage every circumstance even better than ever. Your life can be and should be reduced and stressed and optimized in your focus. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. Thank you so much for listening. Look forward to talking to you in the next episode. All of the best to you. Hey, we'd love to have your voice featured on the show. How can I do that, you ask? It's very simple. Go to that main page on Anchor where all of our podcasts are located. Press that button that says message and you'll be able to ask your question concerning a life issue or for feedback on a situation. Or maybe you have a question about a scripture. We would love to feature you on next week's episode. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Clear Studies Podcast with your host, Bishop A. Reginald Littman. It's been my great joy to share this with you today. Make sure you grab that free PDF handout that goes along with this episode. It's going to help you develop your faith and stretch your mind as you grow in the direction that God ultimately wants you to be. Also, don't forget to leave a comment to share this with someone you love. Don't forget, you can also be on the show by simply hitting that button that says message on the Anchor platform. We'd love to feature your question or your comment in next week's episode. Until next time, you've been listening to Clear Studies. Hey, keep living, keep existing, keep growing.